0: Welcome to our Monday podcast on the Psalms, some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 60. This psalm has the longest title in the book of Psalms, and the title has a couple of not easily pronounceable names, so do have a read of it. The title refers to events recorded in 2 Samuel chapter 8 and 1 Chronicles chapter 18. These two historical books tell us of David's great victories. The title and the psalm itself do suggest that David experienced setbacks on the way to the great victories recorded in the historical books. The psalm falls into four parts. Verses 1-3 to speak of the disaster that has come upon the people of Israel this would be some military setback. Whatever has gone wrong is described graphically using the pictures that follow. Broken down defenses in verse one. O oh God, you have rejected us, broken our defenses. An earthquake having struck in verse two. You have made the land to quake, you have torn it open consequences of a hangover in verse 3 you have given us wine to drink that made us stagger there is no doubt that all of these are pictures of life being turned upside down of what should have been a military victory becoming a military setback notice in these verses the setback is attributed to god O oh god you have rejected us You have made, you have given us. If God has left them at the mercy of their enemies, then it would seem to be that the people of Israel have become self confident and have stopped trusting God. Verses 4 and 5 speak of David turning to God in prayer for an answer and having a hope in God. In verse 4, we read, you have set up a banner for those who fear you the banner refers to the flag raised as as a signal for war to begin the fact that god had given them the signal to go to war against their enemies gives the people of israel hope god hasn't ultimately deserted them that hope is seen in verse 5 that your beloved ones may be delivered And it is turned into prayer in verse 5, Give salvation by your right hand and answer us. The only reason for the people of Israel's confidence is not their army, but the power of God working on behalf of his people. It is by God's right hand that they will be delivered. The right hand in the Bible signifies, amongst many things, strength. In this case, God's strength, mighty strength. Verses 6-8 to eight show us that the key to God's people getting victory is not their strength or strategy, but what God decrees. In verse 6 we are told, God has spoken in his holiness. In other words, God has decreed. And there follows a list of places that God deals with. Shechem and Succoth were places that God had given to David. Gilead, Manasseh, Ephraim and Judah recall the tribe settling under Joshua according to God's purposes. Moab and Edom to the east and Philistia to the west were hostile neighbouring countries. But however real their threat in human terms, they are nothing compared to God. God will deal with them. Verses 9 to 12 show us that it is only by God's power that the people of Israel will get victory. In verse 9, David asks, Who will bring me to the fortified city? Who will lead me to Edom? Who will give him the military victory? In verse 12, We see who will. With God we shall do valiantly. It is he who will tread down our foes. David has shown his dependence on God, the nation's dependence upon God. In verse 11, he seeks God. O grant us help against the foe, for vain is the salvation of man. Two lessons stand out for me in this psalm. Firstly, God is sovereign over the nations. He decides the history of the nations, which is why history has been described as his story. Secondly, when problems and setbacks get Christians praying, they do more good than harm. Join me on Wednesday for Psalm 61.